0: just the right secret sauce, you know? Right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Prevention Nation,
1: where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz.
0: And I'm Holly Smith. Welcome back. Yes,
1: welcome back. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So we have a guest here today, Clayton Hicks. Uh, Clayton is from Franklin. He is a business owner and entrepreneur in Franklin. um, And Uh, He grew up there in Franklin playing athletics. And um, so I just. uh, Playing athletics. Playing athletics. Playing football. (laughs) Playing part of the athletic program there at Franklin High School, right? Sounded
0: funny. (laughs) Um,
1: And with my coaching boys and men program, uh, I got to meet Clayton over Facebook, actually. And now he uh, is in our studio as a guest. How the world works. Right. I'll never know. Yes. So, Clayton, um, would you talk to us a little bit about um, your time growing up in Franklin? What was it like growing up in Franklin?
2: Uh, definitely middle class, uh, bottom middle class kind of thing. Okay. Um, I worked um, when I was my first job was when I was nine. I was a paper boy. Wow! Yeah. In my first little lawn care business at twelve. Um, okay. I worked so at you a were fac- always an entrepreneur. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I worked at a factory um, in Franklin uh, from the age of fourteen until I was seventeen. Okay. Uh, in between sports and such, but my time growing up, I I was always kind of a dreamer and. I don't know. I I had friends, but uh, you know, I had my 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 buddies in in yeah. uh, football and such. But
1: okay, yeah. so did you play football from uh, the time you were a little boy, or did it start in high school?
2: Uh, sixth grade till I graduated.
1: So, playing football, tell uh tell our audience and tell me, was it really as toxic and awful as people describe it to me?
2: No, it wasn't for me. But there were there were some people you yeah. know, in school back then that complained about this or that um, and didn't play or didn't play because that's not fair or didn't play because, you know, the coach doesn't like me or, yeah. you know, there's always uh-huh. going to be that. But, uh, no, I, I love that. It. it was a huge impact on my life.
1: Okay, and you mentioned earlier in some conversations uh, a coach that was pretty influential in your life. Who was who that? That'd be Coach Argood. And, okay. and I did get to tell Shout him
2: out. a few years ago um, how impactful he, he was in my life. So it was really great. That had to be why, so cool for him.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, was yeah. he so? How is he long retired?
2: Um, I think he is done coaching. He has retired from teaching. He's uh, older now, of course. Okay. But
1: uh, yeah. so, what was the scenario that uh, that he made such a difference in your life? Why? Why this coach? What did he do?
2: So you know, when I look back, you know, he coached me from freshman year, you know, until I graduated, but. You know, it was more like he always told me I had a lot of potential. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that is harsh. Yeah. Right? Man, like, oh, you got a lot of potential. Yeah. So that you're means not, so I'm good not right doing now. it now. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, And so, so he would say, I have a lot of potential. And, you know, he would have me do things. And I had a good relationship with him. He was hard on me. He taught me so much. I mean, yeah. the one big thing he said, you know, um, when we would be after practice or whatever he'd be talking um you know you got to prioritize your life okay it's it's god it's family it's school then it's football
1: okay mm-hmm.
2: you know and that is, it's stuck it's still to my tell my kids it's god it's family it's work god family at school absolutely 100 percent. that's i learned that from him
1: well that's fantastic because that so much of my program is about working with coaches and having them teaching them how to have conversations with their athletes and the one thing i found, I've been really surprised, I went into it thinking that these coaches, you know, kind of falling into the the current narrative in, in the media today, which is that athletics is just a corrupt, you know, very difficult system to navigate, and that coaches aren't having these conversations, that it's, it's all about the win every time. Mm. And what I've come to find out is exactly what you just described. I have coaches that, when I go in and talk with them about how to have conversations with their youth, they say... I'm already having those, Roy. I'm talking with my athletes. I know this kid's situation. I know this one uh, boy's particular situation at home, and that's why I'm trying to help him do that. I mean, they're already having those conversations, and it's so nice to hear that you had those back in what, the 80s? 90s. 90s, okay. Uh, I, 90s. I, ooh, I made you a little bit older. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were pretty close. How old are you? Do you mind if I ask that? Yeah, one? I'm 43, so I graduated 96. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just a little bit older. I'm almost 50. Yeah. So um,
2: now, now, my coach did like to win.
1: Okay. It was about winning. Yep. Yeah. But it
2: was about discipline and winning. Yeah. But what because, you
0: remember is the other thing, right? Like, oh,
2: I mean, even when we won, if we didn't play the game right, mm. okay, we still conditioned the next day after a game.
1: Okay. So yeah. So it was the win, but you still have to be a respectful, decent person yeah. out of that, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Learn. You know, be a good teammate. Yeah. Do your job. Yeah. All these things that you hear, you know. Carry your
1: weight. You <clears throat> carry just, your you know.
2: weight. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I remember many a Saturday mornings after a win, hmm. running. Yeah. Because we didn't do something right. Now we won a lot. Now, as far as I can remember, um, <clears throat> in our regular seasons in the '90s, so '92 to '96, well, I think we lost like six games in four years. I mean, oh, wow. Wow. Okay, you were. I mean, good. We, we didn't lose right a ahead? lot. Yeah, but we still ran after we lost, so it was like, geez, or after we won, you know, and we ran after we lost too, you know. Yeah, definitely did. Yeah,
0: it's just like the value of hard work, and I think too, like beyond like athletics, um, I can't remember exactly what study I read, but like for a kid, an adolescent to have like a successful what they deem successful life, they need like. Three to five adults outside of their house, like pouring into them, Mm. Um, Mm. which doesn't happen all the time. But for you, Mm. I mean, even just one to two outside Mm. of your house is like to have someone outside of your house to talk to, to learn from. Because I mean, what kid is like, oh, yeah, my parents know everything. I'm going (laughs) to listen to them. Yeah, I have Um, three kids, and I'm pretty sure they would all say I don't know much. Yeah, but I think athletics can provide that. And especially towns like where we live in Warren County, where it's like, It's athletics. There are some schools that have lots of extracurricular, but a lot of times, like, I'm not that good at sports, but I did sports because that's what there was to do. Yeah. So, like, to learn that from a coach is just so, so important. So go Franklin Athletics. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, and,
1: you know, that's so much of the focus of my program is success on the field translates uh, to success off the field. And, you know, so if you go into a game with a very poor, you know, or practice with a very poor attitude, you're not a team member, you're not, you know, carrying your own weight, you're not doing those things, that's going to carry over into your hallways at school, into your mm-hmm. classrooms at school, into your relationships in life. Um, so yeah. I just I tell my son that
2: all the time. Yeah, do I you? tell him what that exact say? thing. So so he's um, he plays soccer, uh-huh. which of course is a team sport, uh-huh. but there's some individuality uh-huh. to that a little bit more I think than maybe football. But anyway, um, yeah he he was uh, somewhat of a kind of a sore loser, uh-huh. and. But it was as they were losing. He would quit. He would lay up.
1: Uh. Oh, so when the scoreboard is getting too lopsided, it's like why even try anymore?
2: Yeah, man. So I would I would Dangerous hound him <laughs> like <laughs> you gotta be a better teammate than that. You're not supposed to stop. You need to lift your teammates up. You need to say, We can win. Let's go. Let's be positive. And it translates into your life after yeah. high school. Yeah. After Absolutely. school, yeah.
1: Well, and I just love that you had that one caring adult, that uh, that coach, because I had uh, I had somebody in my life as well that was a major influence in my life and the whole outcome of my life. So I just think that's really you know, a really great story that you have that person. Um, so before we, before we close the podcast, uh, and one, let me just say I really appreciate you being here, Clayton. Um, but what do you think would be two pieces of advi- advice? One for me, um, going in and working with athletes. What should I know um, in helping change athletes? And then the second piece of advice would be, what do coaches need to do to really make a, a bigger impact on athletes' lives?
2: Okay, um, when it comes to you working with the athletes, I would say you need to be a listener, mm-hmm. communicating, like finding out where they're at, what's going on, what, why are you late? You yeah. know those kinds of inner, those kind of personal things about yeah. them that you don't know. Yeah. Because my coach, Arga, did not know those kinds of things. It was my other coaches I spent a lot more time with that knew that. So I would say have a better understanding of what's going on at home because yeah. the impact you can make could be
1: really big. Mm. Okay. Okay. Duly noted. Yeah. yeah. Know who my audience is. Know, know what's going know on them. in their lives.
2: Meet yeah. them where they're at. Meet them where they're at. Yeah. I
1: love that. Thank you. I was just about to say that. That's like one of my favorite sayings. Yeah. 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 Okay. So mm. meet them where they're at. And
2: then what's what's your other
1: question? Uh, what do you you know what do coaches need to do, um, to really make the most impact they can on an athlete's life? Don't pick favorites. Hmm. Don't pick favorites. Okay. And pay attention
2: to your underdogs.
1: So I hear what I hear you saying is treat everybody on that team equal. They all are yes. important and they should all be given that same investment. Yeah, that's fantastic, Clayton. I love that. Thank you. Um, well, Clayton, thank you for being on here. I'm gonna take these uh, these bits of information. I'm gonna put them uh, in my notes and I'm gonna take it into the schools when I go work uh, work with them in fall. So thank you. Awesome.